Chino number 16. Uh, today's guest was born in Gisborne. She was Gisborne Girls High School Head Prefect in 2001. Uh, she then went to the Unitec School of Performing Arts. Uh, she is Nati Poro for, through her father. She made a stage debut at the age of nine as a workhouse boy in Oliver. That's awesome. That's gender diversity in action right there. Good on you. Uh, she was one of 18 students from an applicant pool of 160 to attend a Unitech School of Performing Arts. And that same year, she traveled to London to study at the Shakespearean hub, The Globe. She's also a musician. She's releasing an album, or she's released an album in 2006 called Empty Room, which we'll have a yak about. Oh my gosh. Most, yes, I know. Most of them, most people today will know her as Cody Latimer from Four Seasons of Go Girls. She's been in Awkward Love. She's been in South Pacific. She's been in Broken Wood Mysteries, Deadly Laundry, Interrogation, where she played a prisoner. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's also been in like so many stage shows. It's ridiculous. Peter Pan, Nonsense. Uh, South Pacific, she's currently nurse Jackie Manu in Shortland Street. She's been in the Little Shop of Horrors, the Buddy Holly Show, she's in a, been in Bad Jelly the Witch. I want to find out which part you've been there. <laughs> An absolute raft of Shakespeare productions. She is a dancer, she can dance, she can play musical instruments, she's a basic fencer. In 2011, she got nominated for the Best Actress nomination by TV Guide Awards. And in 2012, so you didn't you didn't quite tell the truth on the awards before, did you? And in 2012, she was New Zealand TV's Awards Best Drama because they all won for Go Girls Fall. My great honour and privilege to introduce my good friend, Bromantere. Welcome to the Cappuccino, man. Kia on that research. That's awesome, eh? Yeah. So, I am well impressed, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, that's all good, yeah. So... So many stage shows, uh, just, yeah, amazing. What part did you play in Bad Jelly the Witch, or just before you even kick off? <laughs> I played Silly Sausage. Oh, that's gold, yep. The so, Grasshopper Dog. Yeah, that's awesome, yep. <laughs> I was hoping for Flappy Bum the Cat, but I'm running with that, so. Uh, no, now, if you haven't listened to the podcast, and if you're busy, I know, because you are flat tacked on Shortland Street at the moment, we normally do a thing dedicated to what I believe is the best police movie of all time, Speed. So we do the pop quiz hot shot where I ask you some random questions okay. to break the ice. <clears throat> right. So if you want to ask me the same question in return, you're more than welcome to. Right. <laughs> the most beautiful song of all time is. Ooh. Oh, God. Um, uh, uh, Michael Jackson, um, um, Earth Song. Ooh, there you go, right. If you could play any part in any movie or musical, what would that movie or musical be, and who would you be? Um, <laughs> and you can't have Christopher Reeve Superman because that's me. That's the okay. All right, country. it's taken. Yeah. Damn, that was my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I. Oh my goodness. Um, I would love to be um, Leonardo DiCaprio's part in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oi, okay, all right, good on. What would the title of your autobiography be? Um, she's a trier. Nice, good week, yep. <laughs> Karaoke time, which song do you always go for? I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Beautiful, ready for this? Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, and I Don't Need the Words Because I Learned It. Always knocks people right out of the park. Anyway, <laughs> current Netflix, TV, or DVD binge that you've got going on at the moment? Oh, Vikings, the new season of nice. Vikings. Strangest thing that you believed as a kid? Oh, that my dad had a turbo button in the car and he would press the button and then we would go faster. 
I, I thought that until I was really, really old. That there was a magic tur- turbo button. And 10 years ago, so we're turning the clock back, it'll be 2008. 2008 mm-hmm. Who's your favourite band in 2008? Oh, mate. Oh, that's a hard one. Or at oh, high school. Like- I'm having to take high school. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So, no. Uh-oh, no, even that's... Bad, that's that- no, it's <laughs> no, terrible. 2008. Um, I was really into... Um, Oh, good Lord. Um, I, was, I was listening to heaps of Lady Six at the time. Beautiful. Um, uh, oh, what else? I think I think I was going through like a, a big hip-hop phase, actually, during that time. Now, are we talking proper hip-hop? Because I get so disappointed when I listen to, and I say this nicely because you're like 10 years younger than I am, uh, kids, and I say kids, yeah, that's kids, talk about hip-hop, going on about old-school hip-hop, and I'm like, that is not old school hip hop. Run DMC, yeah. The Rocksteady Crew, LL Cool J, yeah. yeah that's old school. Okay, yeah. Right, we're all yeah, yeah. We're okay. There. All right. So, talk us through your first audition for Oliver, where you played the Workhouse Boy. You sang "Feeling Groovy." I did. Yeah, and apparently there's a little bit of a backstory that after oh, you finish yeah. "Feeling Groovy," you yes. go and do what? Oh well, because um, I saw the um, notice in the newspaper and. Um, asked mum if I could go and audition and um, I'd just been learning on the guitar um, how to play Feeling Groovy but uh, they didn't want me to take a guitar so I just sang a cappella but I was so nervous and so worked up that I um, gave myself a migraine I did the audition, don't even remember doing it went home, threw up and then went to sleep go yeah so. And a star is and then I d- And I just decided that I wanted that to be my career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right, look, if it works, well, that's all good. Now, your dad taught you the guitar as a kid. Yes. And in 2006, you released an album. Right. You mm-hmm. only just graduated from Unitech like a couple of years before. Yeah. What was your train of thought behind that? And I know you've told me we can find it on Spotify, but how would you describe your flavour of musical style? I'm guessing that you didn't go for hip-hop. No. No, no flavor flavor no. going on. Yep. No. Yeah. Oh, you know, like I I love to incorporate beat into my music, but because I play guitar by myself, it's more about the strum and yep. um also the uh the way that I create the the song itself and the lyrics. Um but yeah, it was more singer-songwriter kind of folky but a bit more soul. Yeah. Um and yeah, I, I was gigging around pubs and stuff in, in Auckland and <clears throat> just decided that I should probably chuck some of them down onto a CD. And Did you get, because I, I, when I was researching all this, I saw, you know, they were doing the big, come and see Bromaturi from Go Girls. Did you get a little bit annoyed with the fact that you were getting lumped into that, you know, oh, and she sings as well. Thing, or was oh, no, nah, for me, it's like, you know, I'm proud of everything I yep. work on and everyone I work with so if you can share the love and spread it around Bless, <laughs> do that, it that's all good so what was studying at the globe like oh, it was phenomenal I actually I remember when we first walked into the globe theater I burst into tears because I felt like I was taking all of my family and all of my friends in there with me and everyone yep. that had helped like do raffles and um i think my my uncle and auntie fattened up a pig and raffled it off nice. for me we did sausage sausage sizzles we you know to raise the money to get me there and i just i felt the the wider of that building itself but also the energy of my family coming with me yeah. so 
um, it was insane. And the the uh, we we got to see like lots of performances there and the costumes and the acting and the it was yeah it was a dream come true so 64 million dollar question for you because you always think this at high school although you probably didn't being a head prefect but i certainly <laughs> did sitting there going what the hell is the point in learning this because it's all old english <laughs> who the hell is going to do this and nobody speaks this way at all when you look at Shakespeare, the stories are fantastic. Like, you know, like Macbeth and everything else. You get Renault Fiennes remaking them and that type mm. of stuff. What do you think to this day is the appeal of Shakespeare for for actors in particular? Um, for me, it really uh, actually was really in line with my um, lyric writing and poem um, writing. And I, I loved uh, just the way that it evokes the imagery and the the passion of a moment and um the like with iambic pentameter and stuff like that it just it's it speaks so much to me um in a in a performance sense but yeah i just i dug it i got it i don't know i'm i didn't get maths at all maths is completely foreign language yeah. to me but shakespeare was not <laughs> what's your favorite shakespeare play Ooh, oh um uh, my favorite is 12th night nice yeah good week so you graduate in 2004 from Unitech and you go straight into the big, big world. Where do you go straight from Unitech? Did you get that million dollar movie that you thought you'd get when you were at Unitech straight away or not? Oh, look, mate, ne never, never thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so no, no, well, I ended up like, because you don't sit around and wait by the phone. So I ended up um, doing some projects with my friends. We put on Shakespeare in pubs. So we actually went to like the dog's bollocks and put on um, Much Ado About Nothing and we did little gigs here and there and made our own work and yeah. I did the the gigs at pubs and cafes and you sort of, you stay creative in any way you can. Yeah. And then in 2009, up to 2013, of course, you get a little bit busy because Go Girls hurts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was being Cody like like in your first kind of real <clears throat> big part and did it surprise you at how well New Zealanders took on it because it came out just sort of after Outrageous Fortune mm. and it was sort of like I remember they pitched it and it was like it's a story about sort of like a bunch of North Shore girls and everybody's <laughs> like oh and being sort of raised on the North Shore I'm like Oh, uh, hang on. This is yeah, going to be Yeah, this could be tragic. interesting. Yeah. Um, so were you surprised at the reaction to it or not? Uh, yes and no. I think because I was so young in the industry, it was my first TV gig, um, and, and also I wasn't a native to Auckland necessarily. Yeah. Like, you know, growing up in Gisborne is completely different to Auckland, and I didn't know the different factions of Auckland yeah, yeah, and how, yeah. like, one part of Auckland saw another part of Auckland. So I think um, I knew that I was playing a pretty awesome role in Cody, um, and I definitely brought a lot of Gisborne to her. So there's a lot of people in my life that I... Um, <laughs> that I love that was all sort of patchwork quilted into her nice. um but I I think I think we all were kind of um uh hoping that it would do well but not really sure what we had until people started catching on about halfway through the first yeah. season yeah. and I think a lot of the time people were sort of seeing us as like 
Outrageous Fortune's little sister, yeah. you know, trying to be like, hey, can I come play with you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah we've got our Barbies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's some kooky, to use that word, because I love the word kooky. I like yeah, that Feel free too. to use it, yeah. If you hear something rattling in the background, that is not my teeth, that's Bronwyn's mocha. That's my mocha. Oh, yep. There's some kooky parallels between you and Cody. Uh, you both come from Māori Pākehā parents. Mm -hmm. Your dad's a truck driver as well. So yes. it's like, yeah. Oh, jeepers, yep. Um, did you get worried when you were sort of on season three? Hang on, I'm going to get typecast as this girl forever or not? Um, I think, yeah, you definitely um, worry about that when you play a character um, that uh, recognisable. Um, but I was really lucky in the fact that Cody was kind of in – you know, there's a little bit of Cody in, in, in most women yeah. and men. Yeah. You know, there's that sort of, that that heart and that, um, that, you know, she was just trying to muddle through like everybody else. And she had a bit of a mouth on her and she liked a good beer and yeah. some rugby and a bar fight every now and then. And, you know, I mean, who doesn't love that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. So, uh, so Go Girls finishes uh, and then what happens after Go Girls? Because it's... Like I, I mean, I only know because I've done the kids' TV program, and it's nowhere near what you've done on Go Girls. But there's a lot of like an emotional investment, I guess, in the TV program. You finish it, and it's like, okay, where am I going to from here? Because yeah, mm. what did you think after it had finished? What do you think? Where am I going now? Or did you have some projects just you lined up yourself, or can you remember? Uh yeah. Uh, so uh, the the Go Girls thing kind of um ended and we didn't didn't really know that it was going to end at the time so we were a little bit um well we were definitely sad because it was like saying goodbye to friends not only in the cast but the characters themselves they were yep. sort of part of us um i ended up um just sort of getting back into doing some music and then i um i I did Little Shop of Horrors with Auckland Theatre mm -hmm. Company, and that was, um, and I also did a couple of other plays and things. Just sort of got back into theatre. Do you still get people coming up to you today and going, "Are you Cody?" Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually, I congratulate them on um, their good spotting because I look really different to how I used to in the TV yeah, show. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I have to admit the after I saw you on the TV show and then I hadn't seen you for a couple of years and I saw you again, I was like, wow, it is a transformation. Uh, I'm just old. Yeah. I'm just getting old. No, you're not. Right. Yeah. So you did a great article called Life Lessons with Bronwyn today in the New Zealand Herald where you confessed a German chocolate cake. Oh, yes. Siestas. Yep. Uh, how you hate the fashion police, rock on. <laughs> and you said this. You said that if you had a movie, you'd love the soundtrack to be New Zealand music. Yeah. And it could be anything and everything. What would the theme song to your movie be? Mm. Which New Zealand? <clears throat> I reckon at this point in my life, um, it would be Kimbra, um, Goldmine. Nice. Very good choice. Yeah. So musical, stage shows, or TV, which do you prefer and why? Because I know that, like, doing a stage show Don't is... ask me to pick. Yeah, it's a tricky one, eh? Hey? Jeez, yeah. mate. Um, yeah. They're all different for different reasons. Like, um, musical theatre is its own beast in itself, and it's such a really great way to tell stories, and it's so... Um, I don't know. It's so satisfying. Yeah. Um, theatre, I love 
dramatic theatre. I've been really lucky to be involved in some amazing projects over the last few years um, down at uh, Suka in Wellington. And uh, film and TV stuff, I've kind of um, been out of the loop with that for quite a while now. So, I'd, I mean, I'd love to get back in and do like a New Zealand feature film or something. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. So, uh, which brings us on to our next question. Love interests on stage and on TV. Right? Uh-huh. Here, here we are. This is a perfect problem quote. <laughs> I can't complain about the lovely lads I've had so far. I'm a very lucky lady. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm just going to ask the question because some people I don't think quite get this. <clears throat> when you are doing a scene that is a little bit risque or you're having to kiss or embrace somebody else or something else, what the heck is going through your head? Is it? It's super weird because, yeah. I mean, and sometimes you don't, like you don't, you haven't really met the person as well. You kind of just like, "Hi, name's Bronwyn. Shake hands. How's it going? Uh, yeah, how's your kids? Your wife? Your uh, no, whatever." And then you're like, "Okay," and action, pash. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like that for me and Roy Snow. Um, we sort of had to do part of our uh more into the relationship um filming first because you film out of sequence yeah, for some stuff. Yeah. And it was really lovely. I literally kind of just met him. We'd had a couple of chats. And then we sort of had to do this mad fantasy pash scene where he had to throw me up against the wall. Accidentally, my head bounced off the wall and hit his teeth in one of the takes. And the 20 crew that were sitting around all went, ooh, (laughs) all at the same time. And we were just like, oh, that was really smooth. Um, So it's really not that romantic. None of that stuff is as romantic as we make it look. So we're good at our jobs. Nice week. Good week. (laughs) Now, speaking of your jobs, you are currently on Shortland Street. The musical playing nurse Jackie Manu. Gilda. And quote unquote, and another great Bronwyn quote, uh, I've loved watching her, uh, and she's the nurse I wanted to be. Yeah. We're talking about Nancy B, of course. But I didn't ask Nancy B for any tips because I was too afraid. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. So, um, have you met Nancy since or not? Since I've been doing yeah, the show, yeah. no, no, because no? um, she was down in Christchurch doing um, a show down at the court, yeah. and then I think she popped back to Wellington. So nice, yeah. Oh, so I haven't seen come. her, but I'm, I'm I'm hoping I'll catch up with her when um, I'm in Welling back in Wellington in January. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So, which brings me on to the next question: Have you ever been starstruck? Always, constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a geek. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your biggest starstruck moment? Oh, um. Oh, I did like oh, meeting, yeah, or just kind of being in the same room yeah, no, as, or you know, just on the stage or anything else. Um, for me, the the person, especially theatre, the one that I always go is, is just go is uh, is George Hanade. Whenever I meet him, I'm just oh like, yeah, he's, he's lovely, awesome, yeah, you know, yeah, just amazing. So, but I did a tour with him. He's yeah. a gorgeous man. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Oh, I shook Don McGlashan's hand for an uncomfortable amount of time one time oh when I was I was really starstruck and I sort of shook his hand and then I could sort of feel him pulling away and I didn't let go because I I don't know I think I'd be I'd be I'd be really starstruck if I met Dave Dolben yeah um I I I couldn't even muster up the courage to talk to Beck Runga when I saw her at an event one time. Um, it's all musicians. <laughs> yeah. I geek out over That's musicians. Cool. Um, I went to Kimber's concert and I was like, if I could meet her, I'd probably like 
Blows I'll probably throw up on myself. That's awesome. Yep. It'll be just like Oliver all over again. <laughs> um, so going all around New Zealand in 2019 with Shortland Street, the musical. Um, and like uh, you did an article recently where they said to you, hey, what's your average day look like? And you said, I sit in traffic, I get to work. What time do you arrive at work, roughly? So like you're going to Shortland Street tonight yep. for ATC, Auckland yep. Theatre Company. What time do you guys all start turning up at the theatre? Uh, I usually get there about three hours before. Our yeah. call time is two hours before, but yeah. um, I kind of like to just be in the building, kind of gather my thoughts, take my time, do some warm-ups, you know, yep. and just, you know, catch up with people. Um, hug, everybody. hug everybody. Hug everybody. Yeah, I do. in the article. Yeah. Like, hug everybody. Hug everybody. Yeah. That takes locally. time. Hug that everybody. Takes time. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then... <laughs> Um, after you finish the show, you normally finish the show roughly about what time? Um, so tonight the show's eight, so, uh, 1030 we'll come off stage and then we sort of, <laughs> we're so sweaty. So we usually have like us, all us girls line up and have real quick showers yeah. and just sort of put our costumes away, <laughs> spray them down cause they're stanky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. And then, so ba- basically about 11. Yep. How do you wind down when you get home? Because you've been dancing and singing and spinning beds around and jumping up on beds <laughs> for the last two hours. So is it, uh, I'm just going to watch something. I'm going to watch Vikings on Netflix yeah. or is it yeah. just a, yeah. 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 I I basically, I reboot late at night. So I'm still up till like about three in the morning. Yeah. So, if, you know, just on, on Facebook and not Instagram, just uh, looking at other people's lives. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> and like, um, when I told somebody I was going to be doing this podcast, with you, they said, what's she like in real life? This, to me, is the perfect Bronwyn quote. Right? So they asked Simon Bennett, who's the director of Shortland Street yep. Musical, what he thought <laughs> to the show. He said, it's high energy, it's fun, it's an irreverent comedy with broad appeal. Bron, here we go. You know what you said, don't you? Yeah. Right. Bronwyn said, you'll pee your pants laughing, bring extra unwear, underwear. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so... So there we go. For the person that asked me that question, that's what Bronwyn's like in real life. That okay? is what I'm yeah. like in real life. That's really good. So so what's your advice for people who want to enter the world of acting? Because I'll ask you the question in a second, but um, you, when you got cast on Go Girls, you were working at the New Zealand Wine Society, eh? I was, yeah, and yeah. at Burger Fuel. Yep, boom, there you go. <coughs> so best of both worlds there, really. Yeah, mate. So, yeah, so Wine and burgers. Yeah, what's, your, what's your advice for somebody who wants to enter the world of acting? Um, that, you know, that if it's your passion, then there's no other choice. You know, if, if it's something that feeds you creatively, if it's something that you just want to keep pushing yourself in and str- that, just do it because yep. life's too short to not be doing what you love. And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> a lot of people sort of go, so, wh- um, so what are you gonna, what are you gonna do once the, the acting thing is over? And you're like, mm. It doesn't end. Yeah. It doesn't end, yeah. and and I guess it just depends on on your your gumption and you know how much you hustle yourself and your stickability and yeah. and what other things you want to do in your life. But I say if, if it's something that's your passion, you just have to yeah, follow it. Stick at it and down like, those country lanes. Like you and I have spoken before, New Zealanders aren't very good at getting in behind like local theatre, especially as a previous. Auckland Theatre Company, and I say previous because now I've got a four-year-old to look after. <laughs> uh, subscribe, go along to some of the shows that you think, eh, you know what, this probably isn't going to be for me. Because some of the shows that you see are amazing. I had that opportunity in New York. My wife dragged me to this play called 
Bengal Tiger and a Baghdad Zoo. Wow. Starring a man called Robin Williams. Good thing I went. It was amazing. He played the part of a tiger in a zoo that had been invaded by the coalition forces. Anyway, great, great story. But it's, it's just one of those things of, you know, if you don't chance your arm and you don't go and see something, don't complain you haven't seen it after it's gone. Mm. Like, get in early. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, Good advice. Yeah, nice. I knew you'd like it. Okay. So <laughs> when you get cast on Go Girls, like I said before, uh, you don't have enough credit on your cell phone. To even return the phone call, eh? Yeah, so I've done my research. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So you basically go, is it you go and ask your boss if you can borrow his phone or you duck off into one of the rooms where you know there's another phone? Yeah. Yep. And they say, boom, you, uh, you're, you're it. Yep. After a long, long audition process, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was about two months yep. of auditioning. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I didn't have enough money on my phone. Yeah, and then, yeah, in true acting style. And then you come out and you basically, you can't tell anybody either, I'm can you? not allowed to say a word. Yeah, so you're basically jumping up for joy up and down yeah, inside. And on the inside. Yep. Um, and also they just, they'd said like in the thing, yeah, you got the part. Also, we're going to cut your hair all off. And I went, all right, yep. sweet as, yep. it's just here, it'll grow back. But then I hadn't really had time to process that as well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, not the best. Uh, but hey, look, that is what it is. So the question I always ask people is, um, where to from here now? So Shortland Street will finish. Mm-hmm. And what will Brom and Ture be doing August of next year, do you think, roughly? Oh, I Well, I know what I'm doing like next week. Yeah. Because um, as soon as we finish um, the season of Shortland Street the Musical up here, which finishes on Sunday night, so there's still Thursday, Friday, two on Saturday and two on Sunday for everyone to come and see. Yeah. But um, I start rehearsals for a play called Rants in the Dark, and we did a, a um, development season of that, five nights of that in Wellington a couple of months ago, and it's based on a New Zealand um, a book called Rants in the Dark by Emily Wrights. Yep. Um, <clears throat> it's about the highs and lows of parenting and then sort mm. of amazing, witty, wonderful, heartwarming, heartbreaking um, format. Um, she's a, an amazing writer, and uh, Lindy Jane Rutherford and Bevan Linkhorn and Mel Dodge have all come together and created a show for three women out of this um, out of this book. So I go straight into rehearsals for that. I play at one point. I play Jason Momoa. So uh, there you go. Hey, look, yeah. look out. So that's going to be done in, at it's Circa in January, Feb. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can see you in a pair of green waiters as well. You're looking good. Yeah, so you mate. Yeah, yeah, you mate. All good. Um, so, for those of you that don't know that uh, term that uh, you use, what's a development season? Is oh, it- so uh, with that sort of thing, you're kind of just trying out um, what you've got and people come along and see that and it's usually um, the audience knows that it's a trial of, of something, but we yeah. sold it out and um, there's so much interest in it because of Emily's amazing writing and because of her worldwide following. Yeah. Um, uh, there's so much excitement behind it and we were just, we were really lucky to have this amazing piece. Um, yeah. And because I get to play multiple characters as well in this and it's it's just super fun. And it, the development season went so well that now we're just adding extra bells and whistles to it for nice. this full season. Beautiful. So if you live in Wellington, when do you think it'll kick off? Uh, it kicks off uh, mid-Jan nice. and goes through to mid-Feb. 
Beautiful. So get there uh, if you're listening in Wellington. So final question for you, and it's the question we always do. It's not morbid, but we just we want to know. Um, it's the day of reckoning for Bromwani. Bromwani, and she's in the casket. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that every day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not quite this one. And somebody's reading out your eulogy. What would you want them to say in that eulogy about Bromwani today? Oh. Apart from the head prefect thing, because <laughs> you say that that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, that she that she made me pee my pants laughing. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> and I had to bring spare underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm going to ask you now, what waiata would you have sung? At my at my tangi. Mm. Um, I <laughs> um probably I will survive <laughs> get everyone doing karaoke yeah, exactly. on that <laughs> yeah, classic good stuff so there you go Bronwyn that is the Cappuccino podcast wasn't that bad was it oh look painless mate yeah yeah exactly alright so so uh, make sure that you go and see Bronwyn as she tours with uh, Shortland Street Musical make sure that you get down to her latest production in Wellington for mid-January to mid-February I've got that right eh? yeah yep, cool yeah, yeah, Rants right. in the Dark and Keep your eyes peeled because you never know what this amazing lady will get up to. And when I ring her up and speak to her, as we infrequently do, we should be doing that more often. We well. should be doing that more often. Uh, it staggers me. She's like, oh, I'm in Oklahoma now and I'm doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then next time I ring her up, oh, I'm in South Pacific. I'm like, oh, there's some days you wake up and don't even remember your name because, no. yeah, yeah, gold. Yeah. So, <laughs> so thank you very much. And we'll see you for Coppuccino. It will be number 17 i think i'm losing track so all good uh a couple of big guests lined up for you soon but i'm not going to tell you who they are <laughs> keep tuned in yeah all good see you soon how i wonder what you are